Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. This character is not only really funny, he's also the only one that seems to understand just how much trouble his friend is in, including his friend. He's there, he's part of the team, but he's just kind of a big dummy. And yet he miraculously survives kind of throughout the movie. Hi, I'm Tim Grierson. And hi, I'm Will Leach, and we are Grierson and Leach, and we welcome you to Sci-Fi Debate Club, where two old friends and film critics and hosts of the Grierson and Leach podcast discuss and debate weighty issues of the world of genre, sci-fi, fantasy, and horror here on your Amazon Alexa device. Today, we are going to talk about funny supporting characters in sci-fi, horror, all those fantasy type of movies. This is its own sort of trope, and it's usually kind of a helpful one. You know, a lot of times these movies get pretty intense, man. Sometimes you can cut the tension with a knife, or in the case of Judge Dredd, you can cut the tension with a Rob Schneider. Okay, maybe that's one of the worst examples of one, but that's clearly what we're talking about. An action movie with like a funny dude or a funny lady to try to kind of lighten the mood. I'm really mad you even reminded me that Rob Schneider is oh. in that movie. But yes, he, I think if we were doing a worst, that would fall into that category. Now, these are actually like legitimately funny characters. And I think the ones especially that we are spotlighting, they're not just funny, they're actually kind of integral. They're not just there for one-liners. It turns out that in differing degrees, they become really important to the central story. Like they actually do matter in the film. Yeah, and to me, a good example of this, this is not my pick for the best one. I always think of like Tom Arnold in True Lies. It's funny when Tom Arnold got cast in that, it was like, wow, they must have run out of money for the supporting character actor and couldn't get someone. But he actually, the whole point of that character is that he's like a regular schlump and he actually kind of has a couple of funny moments. So with the right script, even Tom Arnold can be very funny in one of these. One of my favorite ones of very recent vintage, probably... Laurel Howery from Get Out, who I think is, when Jordan Peele wrote the script for this, clearly Howery's character is Rod Williams, is kind of someone that we're familiar with. We're used to seeing this character, except usually this character dies <laughs> when he has it. But one of the things I love about, one of the many, many things to love about Get Out is the idea that this character is not only really funny, he's also the only one that seems to understand just how much trouble his friend is in, including his friend. And ultimately, careful of spoilers, he ends up to kind of be able to help save the day in a way that's actually kind of thematically pretty satisfying. Yeah, a, uh, a good friend of mine pointed out the fact that, you know, in a lot of horror movies, there is this like cultural stereotype of, you know, black audiences will yell like advice at the screen. And as my friend pointed out, it's like what Jordan Peele did that was so brilliant is like that person that's in the audience normally is in the movie, actually. And he is that guy actually saying these things, which is really, really, really smart. You think of like Simon Pegg, right? You know, Simon Pegg, most of us first got to know him in something like, say, Shaun of the Dead. And then when he got cast in the Mission Impossible movies, like your point with Tom Arnold, I was like, what is Simon Pegg doing in these? Oh, he must be like the wacky comic relief, right? And he, at the beginning, he was. His first movie in the series was 2006's Mission Impossible 3, where he was kind of an awkward fit, didn't exactly work. I think he's actually really great, though, in specifically 2011's Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, where he's more of an integral part of the film, but he is still the guy 
Tom Cruise is still the lead in those movies, obviously. But what Simon Pegg does uh, in his character, Benji, is he is the guy who is part of the team and he's like the tech guy, knows all the tech stuff, but he's just become a field agent, but he's still not very kind of savvy. And so like one of my favorite parts of that movie is when they're in the Kremlin and Simon Pegg is mostly freaking out during it and trying not to blow both of their covers. And Tom Cruise is getting increasingly annoyed at him. What's then really kind of funny is that in 2015's Rogue Nation, he's still, Simon Pegg is still that guy who's doing like the quips, but he's actually even more important. Like he actually becomes much more of like a part of the actual team and actually doing like saving the world type of stuff where Simon Pegg is almost kind of graduated beyond just being a funny supporting character and being like a legitimate side character in those movies. Yeah. And I think another good example of this, it's funny, Guardians of the Galaxy, Dave Bautista is actually not like a particularly funny guy. was not thought of a funny guy. But one of the great things about Guardians of the Galaxy, which is one of the funniest Marvel movies, is how funny he is in it. The first movie kind of plays against his size and plays with the fact that like he's funnier than you think, even though he's so huge. By the second movie, he's not even really doing a lot of tough stuff anymore. He's just really purely a comedic character. But for me, the strike zone in this, the perfect example of a great comedic supported character is Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Now, to be fair, Jeff Goldblum has had like a little bit of a cottage industry of this lately, whether it's Hotel Artemis or I think particularly well in Thor Ragnarok, which is a purely totally comedic performance. In Jurassic Park, he is, he's like one of the leads. And he's not like in there to like, you know, make funny noises and waka waka waka. But clearly, he's the one you talk about kind of Laura Howery being the audience member in Get Out. Kind of in Jurassic Park, Jeff Goldblum is the guy that keeps waving his hand saying, guys, this is Park is a terrible idea and you're all going to end up eaten. <laughs> and he gives the movie kind of an energy that's kind of rare even for like a Spielberg movie, kind of a funky on edge energy. And he certainly gets the movie's only laugh. So he he's my pick as the prime example. Of this. Yeah, it's like in that, I feel like that character type that Jeff Goldblum did in Jurassic Park you know, there were like, you know, those disaster movies in the 70s. You'd have like the one scientist being like, no, 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 this thing is really going to happen. And of course, nobody listens. And then, of course, it does, in fact, happen. You could almost also make an argument for Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day, where he's basically doing a riff on himself from Jurassic Park. That franchise, Jurassic Park, is so fascinating because it's like, you know, most franchises are built around a main character, you know, like Batman or whatever, or Indiana Jones. But Jurassic Park is basically built around the dinosaurs. And so it's funny that for the most recent one, Fallen Kingdom, Jeff Goldblum is in it. And it's like, Jeff Goldblum is back. Cause like, he is like, like the heart and soul or like the center for a lot of people of the Jurassic Park movies. That's a great choice. I co-signed that, but I will also give a lot of love partly because he passed away sadly last year at the age of uh, 61. Bill Paxton, who is good friends with James Cameron for years but had never been actually approached about kind of doing anything in one of James Cameron's films until Aliens, where he, of course, plays Private Hudson. I don't think most people know that that's the name of the character. I think they just refer to him as the Game Over Man guy, because that's what my <laughs> thing of all, you know, if you go on YouTube, uh, people have put together all of Bill Paxton's lines in Aliens and all of them strung together. Like, that's its own amazing short film. <laughs> but Game Over Man is the one that everybody knows. That's one that people love. And if Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park is one kind of funny supporting character, Bill Paxton is the other kind, where it's like, 
He's there. He's part of the team, but he's just kind of a big dummy. And yet he miraculously survives kind of throughout the movie. You know, if you and I were fighting aliens, well, I think we'd want to have a positive outlook. We want to believe in ourselves and think that we could do it. You would not want to be paired with Bill Paxton's character because that guy is so like so incredibly like pessimistic. I mean, Game Over Man alone sort of indicates that he is sort of miraculously uh, hilarious for a movie that's incredibly intense. That's like really, really, really like nerve shreddingly, like grabbing the edge of your seats, uh, stressful. And yet he is really funny. Uh, you had mentioned Tom Arnold uh, in True Lies. Of course, Bill Paxton's also really funny in True Lies mm-hmm. as well. Bill Paxton had done a ton of different things. He was great in Apollo 13 and other movies. And yet, I think for a lot of people, it's no sign of disrespect to say that Aliens was the one that was like one of his most beloved performances because he played that Dimble character so like beautifully that there's such affection for that character. So he would he'd be the pick I'd go with. You have to be kind of a great actor and more importantly, a very self-confident actor to go as far as he goes as that guy because, oh boy, is a game over, man. Oh, that's, that's. All right, so this has been Sci-Fi Debate Club. We will have an all-new episode next week. And remember that your place for all things sci-fi, fantasy, and horror, make sure to visit sci-fi.com. <laughs>